Okay, this is an initiation. I can now repeat my patterns from a past life. I can go down the path of becoming the next cult leader or, or spiritual guru. Or I can consciously choose not to and change the way I talk about spiritual stuff, the, the way I handle clients, the way I present my content. Because it was not something that I was doing on purpose. I was just unaware back then um, in this life I mean like when I noticed that I could misuse this power I was unaware that I could not create a spiritual awakening for other people hello guys it's been a while it's been more than two years to be exact since I last recorded a podcast episode and uh, recently I had this urge and this intuitive impulse to record again and to start posting more regularly. A lot has happened in the last two to three years. I have created a business. I'm leading many women on their business journey, on their journey to more leadership and on their journey to creating a beautiful new earth business that aligns with their soul. And yeah, just a lot has happened. I've grown a lot. I've worked with a lot of beautiful women on my path. I've impacted a lot of women. They have impacted me. And today I'm back and I'm just going to hop in and uh, let you know what's alive for me right now. So I hope you're joining me on this journey. I hope you're excited to hear from me again. <laughs> and I don't know if you can hear it, but I'll try to catch it. There's a thunderstorm going on outside and I think it's so cozy. I'm sitting here on my linen sheets with candles on. The diffuser is diffusing beautiful lavender oil and uh, I just feel super cozy recording this episode. And um, yeah, get yourself a cup of tea <laughs> or a good water like me. I have like a cold drink here. It's super hot right now in Germany. Today was actually like one of the hottest days so far. So I have a cold water and um, yeah, let's drop in. I would love, love, love to talk about past lives today because it's something that really popped up for me recently, not just for myself and my personal life, but also with my clients. And um, I want to dedicate this episode to past lives and how they are a significant aspect in understanding our soul essence and in tapping into our potential and our true purpose. So the way I was hit with that topic again, like it's been coming up over the last couple of years over and over again, like tapping into past lives, suddenly having memories, all that stuff. But um, funnily enough... <laughs> The way it showed up for me this time was through a series that my friend Elaine uh, recommended to me. It is the series Killing Eve on Netflix. And um, I was kind of like in a in a series limbo. I didn't know what to watch. And I wasn't really intrigued by the series, to be honest. But then I 
remembered her words and she said like you will love this you will really resonate with this and I think you should watch this and um, I trust her recommendations so um, I just clicked start and I did not expect that to bring up past life memories or more so past life emotions like I, I didn't get any um memories in that sense I first only had like the the emotional memories I felt really weird watching this series it has it had a weird sense of familiarity and um yeah the more I watched like it has four four uh, seasons and I binge watched them all because I couldn't get myself off of the screen <laughs> I had to watch it and I attached so much to the characters and it was crazy and I do have favorite series. I do have some series that I truly love and vibe with and just resonate with. But this one in particular was next level. Like I resonated so deeply with that. For those of you who don't know the series, um, I don't want to spoiler anyone or like give away what's what is what it's all about. But it's basically about um, an MI5 or later MI6 agent who is trying to catch... And a female Russian assassin called Villanelle. And um, it's it's not exactly a series that has a lot of rainbows and butterflies in it. Like it's it's more on the denser side. It's still funny, made in a funny way, and, and it has good jokes, but the topic itself is more on the denser end. And um I noticed this pattern coming up for me. Like, um, my friend who's really into astrology <laughs> would say, it's your Scorpio placements. But I do feel that I have a certain amount of darkness in my soul essence. And when I say that, I don't mean that in a negative way. I don't mean that that I think of myself as a negative person or as a dark person. For me, it more feels like darkness is equal to depth. And um, I definitely do have that in my soul matrix. I have lived positive lives. I have lived lives where I empowered others, but I've definitely also lived lives where I was I was not the good guy, where I was more on like a questionable side of things. And it is a hard pill to swallow, but everybody has those lives. It just depends on whether you remember them or you don't remember them. And I definitely do remember them. And um, we have to know that Whenever we remember past lives or snippets from past lives, whenever something resonates with us in a series or something like that, when we when we get to experience a portal that gives us a sneak peek into a past life, life and this can be a series, we have to know that whenever we, we remember something, it wants to tell us something. Because technically, we all have lived so many different lives on different planets, as different beings, as different humans, in different dimensions. Like, there is so much energy and so much data, and we cannot remember all of that. That wouldn't make any sense for our soul evolution. So we only ever resonate and resonate with and remember the things that are meant to teach us something in this life. And for me... Just to tell you about my personal experience I've made with this and what I've drawn from it for my work as a leader, I have a lot of past lives that are surrounding the topic of power, misusing power, having power, using power for something good. Like there's just a lot going on with the topic of power. And I 
noticed that when I started working as a spiritual mentor, I realized that my clients or people in general who are like who listen to my teachings and who see value in what I have to say, they easily put me on a pedestal. They easily put me as their guru, not in a conscious way, but in a subconscious way. And they are easily attached to me and dependent on me. And I noticed this pattern and I could feel how there was a potential to misuse that, how so many spiritual people in the spiritual field do. Not to talk shit about the spiritual community, but there definitely is leaders out there, our leaders out there who misuse their power and who exploit the vulnerability of their audience, of their followers for their own benefit. And I could literally feel that potential and how it would work. Because when you catch people where it hurts the most, like at their lowest, at their point pain points, they're vulnerable and they will do anything to change that, to make that pain go away or to find a solution or an answer. And I could feel that being the case for me. I could feel that I could easily get myself into a power position and be the next spiritual guru and for it to work out that way. And that shocked me a little bit because my current in my current life, I would never want that. Like I'm here to empower people. I'm here to make them see their own worth and their own power and create this ripple effect of empowered people in the collective. I'm not here to create a cult or, or a following of people looking up to me. I'm not here to do that at all. But it presented itself for me within the last couple of years. And I saw it as like a test from the universe if I will repeat my mistakes from past lives. I strongly feel that I have misused this power in a past life. Not saying I was leading them astray. I do feel like I had actual value to share even in that past life. But I was not coming from an, a place of integrity in that past life. But today I have learned and I have evolved. And I would never come from a place that makes people dependent on me or disempowers them instead of empowers them. So I literally felt like this, okay, this is an initiation. I can now repeat my patterns from a past life. I can go down the path of becoming the next cult leader or, or spiritual guru. Or I can consciously choose not to and change the way I talk about spiritual stuff, the, the way I handle clients, the way I present my content. Because it was not something that I was doing on purpose. I was just unaware back then um, in this life. I mean, like when I noticed that I could misuse this power, I was unaware that I could not create a spiritual awakening for other people and they will they will not benefit from it in the way I intended to. They will just put me on a pedestal and see me as their source of the truth. So that was a personal lesson I had to learn. And uh, I think it's so interesting because we all have these patterns, these past life experiences, this karma we're carrying around from past lives. And if you're 
listening to this, you're most likely someone who feels called to make a change in the world, who feels called to be a pioneer for the new earth and for this new paradigm. And as powerful as that is, we have to be so discerning with how we communicate this message and with how we influence and empower others. We really have, as spiritual teachers, as leaders ourselves, we really have to be careful how to lead people and how to give them the room to make their own experiences and to make their own mistakes, to believe in the wrong concepts for a while so they can learn how to discern. We're not here to tell them this is the path to go because I've been on that path for longer than you, for a longer time than you, and then expecting them to be empowered. It's it's just going to create followers, not more empowered leaders. This is something we all have to consider and really be discerning about. No matter what your business is, no matter if you're working as an embodiment coach, as a health coach, as a spiritual coach, it doesn't really matter what niche you're in. You have to be so discerning and so open in allowing your clients to make their own experiences, go through their own processes, and just evolve in their own timing. And yeah, coming back to, to the series that all introduced that, similar to, to this pattern that I apparently am working through in this incarnation cycle, this pattern of power and misusing or using power in a good way. Um, similar to that, I do feel like there is a certain amount of darkness that I have lived through in past lives. And um, this is also coming up because I need that for my work. I am not the teacher that um, is here to only share love and light. I, I really don't like how superficial and how love and light the spiritual community often is. And I'm not here to to promote that or to contribute to that. So I do need the darkness. I do need the insight into the darkness. And it does make sense that I have my Scorpio placements in my astrology. And it does make sense that I'm fascinated by the lower astral and all these, what you would call negative concepts, they're really fascinating for me and not in a creepy way. I, I'm i not someone who would engage in something like that, like who would contribute to the darkness or misuse that in any way or glorify it or romanticize it. That's not me. I'm just super fascinated by the polarity we have on this planet and how it plays out, and how it can coexist, and how many people are not willing to admit that it's there. People who don't believe that there is darkness, and that everything is light, and everything is good, and blah blah blah, they have really lost touch with reality. Because even though on the highest level, the highest truth is that even the most evil creatures, things, energy, once was part of the light, that is true. But as soon as we incarnate in these human bodies, we can no longer see things only from the highest perspective. We have to call out the darkness. We have to look it in the face. We cannot hide from it because then it will roam free. And um, that is a really important part of my work. I don't even have to do that in an active way, like talking about these things all the time and recording 10 podcast episodes about how to see the darkness and how to deal with it and stuff. That's not even the case. I just have to be aware of it. And for me as a leader and as 
someone who's leading others to their highest potential. I need to have that discernment and I need to teach it to those who are becoming leaders themselves because we have enough unconscious love and light teachers who do more bad than good. We really need a balanced a balanced wave of new leaders who are not afraid to look at the darkness, who are not afraid to talk about the darker things or, or the darker aspects of spirituality or our spiritual journey. We really need those balanced leaders. And I'm so happy and so glad and, and proud that I get to work with them and that I get to be part of their journey for a while so they can become really empowered in their own business, in their own way of leading others. What I like to teach my clients is to really be aware of what resonates with them. Series, books, movies, fictional worlds, all that stuff does not resonate coincidentally. There is always a deeper meaning to that and there's always something we can gain from it if we allow ourselves to tap into whatever resonates about these stories. The crazy thing is like even the most the most successful things like Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, all these all these really mainstream huge big universes like fictional universes they are so popular because they resonate with humanity on a on a collective scale. In some cases, these stories or these productions are partly or entirely channeled. That can be a way for other dimensional beings to communicate with us or to awaken soul memories in humanity on a grand scale. So no matter who wrote this story or who came up with the concept or the names, who says that this person was not inspired because they channeled this information. Like, where does it come from? Our creative channels are channels. So if you have an idea or if you have a really great concept in mind for a book you want to write or for a story that just comes to you, that can be a channeling. That can be information, energetic information that you download and then bring into a physical form here on Earth to reach people and to reach humanity and the very very popular stories movies whatever it is they often hold that quality they often are a way for us to to evoke these memories these past life memories so even though lord of the rings is not like we know it's a fictional story but who says that there's not a world out there that looks very similar to the elves in the Lord of the Rings or the, the storyline is very familiar with humanity and with the wars they have fought in like a galactic sense. I know this sounds like very out there and very far-fetched, but this is literally what's going on. We, we are always connected to other dimensions, other worlds, like this is always going on. And on a more personal level, you can use that for your business. So that's why I'm always working with my clients with these highly spiritual concepts. Because if they can remember something or if they can find out what the portal is, what movie is a portal to a past life of me, what book is a portal to soul memories I hold, then they can bring that into their business, into their brand and into their self-expression and attract and magnetize the very people, the very soul clients who are meant to hear that message, who are meant to have these memories evoked in them through their teacher, 
which is my client who's expressing that. And it's so beautiful. I love like this, I love this work of doing very tangible business stuff, but infusing it with cosmic concepts and highly spiritual concepts. I just love that. I burn for it. It's my passion to do that. And I always use these these um, techniques to really help my clients create something extraordinary, a self-expression that is not just something you like. Like we don't just pick colors because we like them. We don't just set up a brand that we like in the moment. No, we go deep into the depths of their soul. We're really bringing back those soul memories to then express them in their work, in their business, in their branding, in their message, in the way they talk, in the way they move, they express themselves, like all these things. And that's what I really, really burn for because it's so magnetic. It's so powerful. And it elevates a business from being a good, beautiful business to being an extension of your soul, quite literally. And that is what a leader, a new earth leader truly wants, right? We all want that feeling of having a business that is so in resonance with us and is so in alignment and is so such a powerful extension of our divine mission because essentially your business is just the the 3D expression the physical expression of what you came here to do on earth like not every light worker wants to have a business not every light worker wants to become a coach but many want to because a business is a way to reach people in the 3D world it is a way to tangibly get your message out to the right people to the people who want to listen and that's what makes it so powerful so there are so much benefits in in using your business as not just as something to make money but something to truly express yourself because that's what will resonate with your soul clients with those who on another level have a soul contract with you anyway because you are meant to be their teacher and they are meant to be yours in a different way so crafting a compelling business narrative or a compelling magnetizing business identity is so much more than just business and that's that's been a journey I've been on for the last few years ever since I recorded the last podcast episode I I had a lot of big and small awakenings how I'm supposed to share my message how I'm not getting myself into the situation of being put on a pedestal anymore I found out how I can truly get out my message and empower my clients to do the same and that is so beautiful and I wanted to share this with you and um, I hope you can find value in this episode and I hope it inspires you to think about what story resonates with me what is my story book movie series that I truly feel feel comfortable in or not even comfortable it, it's just a feeling of familiarity it doesn't even have to be a good story or a positive story it just has to resonate and truly go within be honest with yourself what resonates with me what can I gain from this what can I take out of this resonance and bring it into my self-expression so my business and my divine mission is thriving because that is really the recipe I think that that really is the recipe stop trying to be someone else stop trying to adapt a thousand strategies or do it like everybody else does it do it like this coach says and this coach says and I'm telling you too to do it in a certain way but I I think you get what I mean like really bring your soul into the mix 
Do what really resonates. Do what really lights up your soul and what is part of your divine mission. That was a lot for the first episode after almost three years. But it felt so good talking to you guys. And I hope you're tuning in for the next episode. I hope you're taking notes while listening to this and really applying that to your own life and to your business because I know it's fucking powerful. I see it every day in my clients. And if you would like to keep in touch with me, you can find my Instagram and my social media channels in the notes. And uh, yeah, tune in next time. I love you guys. Have a beautiful day, night, whenever you're listening, listening to this. I'm going to enjoy the thunderstorm now. I'm going to make myself a cup of tea and cut this podcast episode and uh, see you guys next time.